Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, happy Memorial Day, Mr. Frank. I don't know what that's from. Sorry. It's from Parade. The girl dies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Have I seen Parade? I've seen Parade. I don't think I've ever seen Parade. I have seen Parade. Parade's beautiful. Yeah. I've seen a parade. I have also seen a parade. I have actually seen several. Yeah. What's your favorite parade you've ever seen? Um, The Rose Festival Parade in Portland that happens every year. You're going to Portland. I am. Not until July, but I am indeed. I'm very excited. I have not been home to Portland in over three years. That's crazy. It is crazy. I what? cannot believe it's been that long. What are you most excited to do? I am really going to stay and help my mom pack her house up. Mm. Um, but I'm excited to see my friend Hannah and be back in Portland and eat Portland food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your Memorial Day? It was good. I went to Connecticut, a.k.a. the happy place where I slept on a windowsill that is now known, known as the Brook Nook. And I saw that coming. It is so comfy, and it is the best place for me. I was like, oh, is there a bed available? I'll sleep in the library. Nooks are applicable to this uh, episode, too. This is an episode I've seen many, many times. I don't know if it's just because I'm in a bad mood, but I just liked every single person in this episode. Oh, trash people. Across the board, all of them. Yeah. Like, like stopped watching it multiple times because I was so annoyed. that you say that you're in a bad mood because... I'm also in a bad mood. I'm so weird. So, like, tell us what you think about, like, angry splat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it'll be angry or just depressing. That's fair. That's fair. It may be depressing the rest of the time, to be fair. So, yeah, you know, who knows? I mean, we're pretty much, we're, we're transparent as we can be. about. We are indeed. Which I feel like you appreciate, and that's why you come back. Why does it say that I'm in Cupertino? Where even is Cupertino? Is it in California? I have no idea. Um, I do not think so. I think it would say. So a new tradition that seems to be popping up for me over the holidays. This is the second one. The first being um, Passover mm-hmm. is that maybe Catfish Ryan will text me wishing me a happy holiday. <laughs> oh, just on the weird ones. Whatever the holiday is. Fun. That's so exciting. So I got it. Well, I, I big apparently. Big weekend of texting. Big weekend of texting. Apparently I missed a text from him from like April that was like. What's up? And then I got a text from him that was just. Did you really miss anything though? No, no, no. I just mean it's always a f- it's always a fun opportunity to see what what crazy people can say. So he goes, just hey. And I was like, dang. Hey. <laughs> I was like, you know what? What's this was he- on Monday on mo- the Mems Day. This was yesterday at seven. Oh wow, he really waited to the nick of time. Yeah, he asked how I was. He was in the Hamptons. He goes, so when are you buying me a drink? I said, LOL. He goes, I thought I was worth a Cosmo. I said, oh, that's very sex in the city of you. It is indeed. He goes, the sex part never seemed like a problem with us. Meeting in the city was. Which again, I'm always like. Not like you actually had any sex either. I'm always just like, he has created this really healthy, thriving sex life for us. (laughs) That he just loves to be like throw it in my face and be like, oh, remember all the good sex we had? And I'm like, no, because I still don't know who you are. We've still never seen each other. So he just continues to be a source of um, ridiculous joy in my life. Good. I'm so glad everyone needs a little ridiculous joy, you know? It's a good yeah. thing to have. I'll never meet him. I don't think I ever will meet him. No, definitely not. You can't at this point. Yeah. 
Should I invite him to my birthday party and just see if he shows up? No, you should invite him to your intimate friend's birthday dinner beforehand. <laughs> he just walks in and we're like, uh, round like, table. This is my Maria. We're dating. My Maria. Good reference, Bridget. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I do indeed remember the plot of this show two episodes ago. <laughs> um, impressive. Impressive. Um, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, welcome to Splat, Splat the Podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex, sex and the city. city. Ten years younger. And 20 years later. Seamless. Look at that. You just took it. I got it. And I paused. dropped a reference s- to your f- reference to your favorite restaurant. Uh, my my favorite restaurant. All Sourced the restaurants. All of them. <laughs> Seamless is your favorite restaurant. Seamless needs. To, did you see? Do you see the scattering of Lacroix around my apartment? I do indeed. There were Wait, seven no. out because I only see one. There's two here. I I put four in the recycling oh, before you. you got beautifully got here. Beautifully. Beautifully. Um. How are you all doing today? Good, I hope. Oh, good to hear. That is so nice to hear, unless you said that you weren't doing well. In which, in case, which case, pause, answer again. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Man, that really sucks, dude. It'll get better, I think. Yeah, deep breath, night of sleep, everything looks better in the morning. We love you. Never go to bed angry, even with yourself. Mm, that seems hard to do. <laughs> Never go to bed angry with yourself? Yeah, no. That's usually my last re- resort when I'm like, I just have to shut my brain down. I'm going to take a melatonin and deal with this emotional crisis soup in the morning. Ooh, emotional crisis soup. I bet those are great leftovers. Yeah, you have to heat them up a lot because otherwise you get food poisoning pretty easily. But mm. I feel like I've been doing emotional crisis meal prep. So it's just sort of like I have a little bit every day and I'm ready to like dole it out throughout the week. Nice. Yeah. Make it nice and manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of emotional crises... um. Let's watch some annoying people do really annoying things. Yeah. Honestly, this is like, this is a, um, a high school plot that 35-year-olds are acting out. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Everything, I really, I, it, this was a hard episode for me. <laughs> I understand that that's like kind of the genius of it also. And that like, this is what makes them interesting. But man, Everyone's insufferable from the literal jump, except Miranda. Miranda's honestly the only one who makes any sense, which is <laughs> I know. I stand by her fully still. She really, like, is the only one. I I did appreciate, so there are a lot of fights that happen throughout this A lot this of episode. fighting. It's a fight-heavy episode. And I do appreciate that, like, I'm really bad at confrontation. Like, really, really bad. Like, paralyzingly so. Yeah. So I appreciate, like... I'm the one to be like, oh, I'm sorry if I did something that you made me mad at me about. Oh, I'm a huge minimizer. I will take responsibility for things that are in no way my fault just right. to smooth the situation over. And so then in this episode, you sort of get some like, you've been a shitty friend. And then, and I I think. Yeah, it's Miranda does a lot of that. Because I don't think Charlotte's justified in her version of it. No. So time and punishment. This that fucking is the episode scenario. Title. Time and punishment. Was also like super. This is like a technology thing that we don't have to deal with anymore. Not true. It's just different. It's a text instead of a phone call. Well, I agree. But this does would not happen because the. the oh, the, the answering the, machine. They literally have to listen. So, th- so Aiden and Carrie are having sex. They're like way back in there. Very physical, very into each other thing. And Big calls and leaves a voice message. And because it's a home phone, they actually have to listen to him leaving the voice message, which is like, hey, babe, back in town. Like, call me. And they continue to have sex. They pause and then. Aiden's like, yep, 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 I'll find, fine, 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 fine. And so they finish. I have to sex. tell you that this scene really killed me because she was like, something happened. And they go, something bad. And she was like, I yeah. was having sex. And they're like, something bad. And the whole time I was like, I was like, Brooke, come on, come on, don't do it. But the whole time I was like, something bad. Oh, that's funny. That was not what I thought at all. What I thought was really funny is that she said, big called while Aiden and I were making love. I was like, oh, do you call sex making love when it's with a boyfriend, Carrie? Is that the difference? Do you think she calls it making love with anybody all the time, always? Do you think you've ever... I super fucking hope Do you think you've ever made love? Um, yeah, like maybe once or twice. Yeah. But to me, that feels like a way more specific connotation than just saying 
having sex. Yeah. It's like, oh, you and Aiden were making love, were you? Oh. Making love in the afternoon with Cecilia up in my bedroom. That is from the song that was my favorite song from my, the ages five to eight, which is Cecilia by Simon and Garfunkel. And then when I found out that making love was a euphemism for sex... I refuse to sing it anymore <laughs> because I was so scandalized. Scandalo. When my mom told me what sex gave me the sex talk, I was pretty young. I was, I think, six or seven. And I remember it came up for various reasons. Like it had to happen at the time. But I was so like horrified by the idea of it. I thought it was something you would definitely only do like as a, like you must do it to make kids and that's it. And I remember immediately after the trip on which she told me this, sitting at home flipping through a magazine and every adult person in a photo, I said, if she has kids, she's had sex. If he has kids, he's had sex. <laughs> like every adult in the magazine. So funny. So when I found out that making love was sex, boo. Well, I wanted to be a stripper when I was eight because yes. the first musical that I was in was um, Gypsy. Classic. And so I was like, I, really brings a certain I amount of charm be to it. Just like Gypsy Rosalie. Yes, and they're like, course. you know that she took her clothes off for a living. I'm like, what a What's a living? Wow. It looks fun. Yay. <laughs> She's a performer. Uh-huh. That's where the dream started. Uh, and here I am taking my clothes off on the weekends at 9 and 11 Indeed. down in the village. <laughs> yes. No, do go down to the village and find Brooke. Street corners. It's where you'll find her. I like to reenact out tonight through uh, yes. all the avenues yes. in Alphabet City. That's right. In lingerie. Where the Spanish babies cry. Um, wait, I was going to say something else and I'm sorry that I forgot it. It's okay. I started talking about making love. You were talking oh, about something I bad. Is happening uh-huh. in us. Um, you're welcome for all that creechy little noise I made. Mm-hmm. Um, no, what I I had this weird breakfast. It's not, it wasn't weird. I had breakfast on Saturday with my long, like my estranged aunt and her husband mm. who I haven't seen since I was a actual baby. And they were like, I was like, hi, Carolyn. Like I'd seen Carolyn since high school. But I hadn't seen this guy, her husband, who isn't my uncle, um, since I was a, like a literal baby. And I was like, nice to meet you. And he's like, we've met. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. have we? And he was like, you were little. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, Barney. And I was like, the dog? And he's like, the dinosaur. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I, I did like Barney. <laughs> A dinosaur when I was two year old. One. And then but the weird thing is that he did remember he was like and that Billy Joel song. Because the first song I've ever sang and like ever my like favorite song is In the Middle of the Night, River oh, of Dreams. And I used to be a little baby going in the middle of the night. That's so cute. And I was like, You, you remember, remember that? that? So there you go, look at him. Yeah, it was weird. It was just weird to have like family like people who you're like have blood related to be yeah. like, It's so nice to I hope we get to know each other. I was just like, Oh, you know what's funny? <laughs> That's most of my relationships with my extended family. Me too. I like don't have extended family. No, we are five for all forever from now on, pretty much. Dang. Well, ours went from five to four, and then we were four forever. Um, I once, sophomore year of high school, had to call my sister. I l- snuck out of Spanish class and had to call her to ask her our cousins' names because we were doing a family tree, and <laughs> I was going to be graded really badly if I could couldn't remember my cousin's names that's like a weird thing to be graded poorly on well i just like we were just doing them in class and had to turn them in and i was like i can't just not fill this out i guess i could make when i was in high school my friend my best friend i never would have done that in high school i wouldn't have lied (laughs) we had plotted i was like i'm gonna run away and i'm gonna find my long lost family Uh uh-huh as if you didn't fit right into your family Not my, not my long, like, I knew I belonged to my family. There was oh, no right. doubt in my mind like, that I was ever a product of the yes, family that yes. I'm in. Um, anyway. So Carrie tells them what's happened. And <laughs> they're like, yeah, that is a not great thing. Fair enough. Um, because it is really awkward and uncomfortable. And they were like, Did you finished having sex afterwards? She was like, yeah. No, we kept making love. She tells them that she finished also meaning she had an orgasm and she was like yeah and i worked harder for it than for my sats <laughs> which i was also like dang i haven't worked that hard yeah takes if it takes that much work i don't even Charlotte's know it's like did you talk about it and carrie's like nope we went to sleep which oh. means of course it's gonna be weird and, and she's like when i woke up he was on the other side of the bed usually he sleeps right next to me you know like right here and i get his little nook this nook thing is something she like gets in his nook okay. meaning like she you know tucks up because she's it's tiny like his, and he's you know huge. like the crevice in a man's chest on like 
other under his neck where she can like tuck her head. So fun fact, growing up being 11, Mm -hmm. watching this show, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's how he got to sleep. If you don't sleep in the nook. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Oh, like uh, literally uh, sleeping doesn't work. It's so crazy. uh, But I was like, this is how I I have to do it. The first time I slept, I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here I go. And then I was like, I don't like the sound of heartbeats oh, when I'm sleeping. It's freaky. Also, it's uncomfortable to have your head weirdly like elevated in that. And you then, have like, to where hit does it just his right. arm go? Yeah, no, that too. Sleeping. Uh, we've talked about this. On yeah, the pod we've talked before. about this extensively. Just like, give me a kiss goodnight. Give me. A we can cuddle and snuggle before till bed. We talk pillow talk. I like a like entwined legs thing. I'm good fine for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like then I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. Um, and Carrie's like, well, now he thinks that, you know, big called me to start affair number two. And she's like, I was just trying to start fresh. And now we're going to have to but talk about this. But she's not going to be able to start fresh with Aiden if the fact with the fact that big is in her life. And that's just something that she like isn't coming to terms. Like, no, she has no she concept has, of that. No, nor does she have con- uh, has she thought about the fact that if she keeps both of them in her life, this will become an issue again at some point. Yeah, of course it will. Okay. Charlotte is just eating. Is there cheese? I think there's mozzarella on there. Because I was like, what? If she's just getting tomatoes, that's, yeah. Tomatoes. Samantha literally gets a fruit salad, which is just like grapes in a bowl, basically. And so Charlotte's like, can I change the subject? And Carrie says, I'll pay you a million dollars too. Everyone, there's cheese. There's cheese. Carrie's like, I'll pay you a million dollars too. And she says, I'm thinking about stopping working. And they're all like, wait, what? What's happening? And she's like, well, I'm. She said, I've been thinking, we've been thinking about having kids. And Trey suggested that. And, and Miranda, Miranda like, jumps on that. She says, Trey suggested. And Miranda's like, well, uh, not Miranda. Charlotte. Charlotte says, you know, like, I've been running so ragged just trying to make sure everything gets done. And it just, like, why should I be so out of my mind crazy when I could just, you know, quit and, be, you know, start the rest of my life. And she's like, what has the gallery ever done for me? And she's like, you love They all the say, you love your job, which is something we've known about Charlotte from day one. She wants to do color me mine. She's like, I'm going to be huge soon. I'm going to be pregnant and I'm redecorating the apartment. And sometimes I walk by a color me mine, which is one of those painting pottery places in the city. And I see a woman painting her bowl. And I just think I deserve that. And And she wants to volunteer for Trey's hospital for the pediatric AIDS ward. So like she has some plans, but her friends are rightfully like, hang on, you're going to do what now? Also like for color me mine. Yeah. Like, I mean, come me on. It's one you... thing. If you just want to stay home with your babies, say I'm going to get pregnant and I want to focus on that. Don't pretend like you want to go do some yeah, pottery I'm very, for an afternoon. A woman who I'm very close to, who's like very smart and very capable and like had a high paying job was like, I want to stay home and take care of my children and like. I think that she's an amazing mom. Yeah. Charlotte says later, and we'll talk about it more then, that like it's a choice, you know, and it is. And for a lot of people, it's valid. It sucks that sometimes it has to be a choice. But I, yeah, it also just feels like this is so Trey driven and not Charlotte driven. Well, it's also just so like, so, so deeply privileged that just because you want to, you can stop working and go do Color Me Mine and redecorate a place. Like clearly her income has no meaning to her so later that day carrie got thinking about lobotomies and relationships and how they're different ideas but maybe they're the same like chocolate and peanut butter like but basically she what she's saying is for a relationship or to ever truly forgive you have to forget or she's saying can you forgive without forgetting and the idea of a lobotomy in a relationship is like just you know you could conveniently forget about the stuff and it's like that seems this is also so specific to like getting back together with like to this scenario well yeah exactly it's it's specific to being with someone who there are past transgressions with because if it's really just in the course of your relationship having to forget that's like that's crazy that's like click remoting your relationships yeah can you forgive if you can't forget yeah i think i think uh, well i think definitely that's the that's what I think that's what forgiveness is, is an acknowledgement that the thing happened, but that you're going to move forward with your lives. I think often people don't actually fully forgive and that's where, but there are people who are, I'm I'm a grudge holder. I'm not great at that, but I'm not either. I hold on things and for so long. And even when I say I'm not anymore. So I am, I fall in the bad category there, but there are people who can genuinely forgive. And if you're going to do that in a relationship, you cannot do what the entire plot of this episode is. Yeah. I mean, it would be like one thing. I think it's interesting that we've 
that Aiden is the only other person we've seen Carrie in a relationship with. Like I would, I would wonder like what, what this would look like if it were with a different man. And like we will, of course, but there's obviously like stuff's going to go down, but like, right. Like if, if Carrie was with a completely new person and she still had the weight of big and like, cause with any, if she's planning on keeping big in her life, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's just going to be like the same cycle could just happen over and over with, Right. Whomever. She is obviously important to her to keep big in her life, but she's going to have to eventually introduce big to whatever partner she's with. Or big is going to, she knows big can't handle her seeing other people. Like he's going to make himself an issue. And at some point, like you have to ask yourself why you're not letting go of him if you're in a real relationship with someone else. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Well, it's one thing to say like, we're friends now, you know, and I want to keep a friendship, but I don't know. Like, I think it's reasonable for partners to be, have concerns about that yeah anyway samantha's dumb plot is that at the top of things she hates are someone taking her cab cab and a smarmy businessman gets in her cab and then the light changes so she goes over and opens the door and gets in and she tells the the driver where she wants to go and is like i hope you enjoy the ride so obviously they end up fucking because because it's she's hot and samantha Samantha. and he's a you know hot businessman and they barely get their clothes off and they have, they hook up their back at Samantha's place. It's exactly what you think this plot is going to be the end <laughs> in a far less friendly bed uptown. I was even farther she, from the nook. Yeah. He like, his like as far away from her as he can be sleeping, which also is just like pretty normal in the morning that you've slept elsewhere. Yeah. But she like wakes him up and rolls him over cuddles. He's like eight ten. I got to get to the gym. She says, you don't have to get to the gym right now. And he says, do you want me to get all soft again? Which is like, whoa. I know. And then sh- we spent a lot of time like talking about how Aiden was like chubby and now he's not. Well, and now they're addressing it. But he's also, she says, I liked you chubby. And it's like, well, that's probably no. true. But you also told all your friends he's way hotter now. So yeah. um, she says, so he gets out of bed and she's like, okay, he's not forgiving or forgetting anything. Does she call? Now the weirdest thing happens. She calls Miranda. She being Charlotte. Charlotte calls Miranda. And she's like, you were very judgmental of the coffee shop. Yesterday. Like no. No introduction to anything. And Miranda understandably is like, wait, what? And Charlotte's like, you think I'm going to be one of those women. And Miranda says, what women? She says, one of those women who just works until they get married. You're being so judgmental. Um, and and Miranda's like, dude, I'm. It's it's eight fifteen in the morning. Like, I, have I haven't even had coffee yeah. yet. So Mar- so Charlotte goes off on this whole thing about how the women's movement is about making a choice, and it's her choice. She's making a choice yeah. for her, not because of Trey, um, but she's, she's making a choice. She to keeps quit. saying that she chooses her choices. Um, and choose my choices. It's like, okay, calm down, bitch. Miranda's like, if you, I don't have any problem with you quitting your job because it comes out that she's interviewing her replacements for the gallery yes. and that she's freaking out about it and that she, she's like, you have to support me in this. And Miranda says, um, if, if you're freaking out about leaving your job, maybe you should talk to that, to your husband about that. And Charlotte's like, there it goes. Husband, husband. It's not a problem that I have a husband. Miranda's like, no, it's not. I'm hanging up. And then she, Charlotte ropes her back in and Miranda ends up being like, I well, Charlotte's like, I'm going to do important things like have a baby and help cure, cure AIDS. AIDS. And she's like, and Miranda's, Miranda's like, like Fine. okay, you know what? You cure AIDS, dude. And, and you come back to me when you have a, a ceramic, beautiful ceramic mug with Trey's name on it. She's like, Charlotte, I don't have time for this. I have to go to work because some people still have to go to work. And then and I choose Charlotte says, I choose my choice. I choose my choice. When, when Miranda makes the dig about the mug, she says, you take that back. She's just like so aggressive and so and clearly she's freaking out about yeah, it it's all because projection. she keeps saying I need you to support me I need you to support me and it's like maybe Trey should be the one supporting you yeah and also why do you need your friends to do to be into this so much and then Miranda like goes to like zhuzh her hair with a towel yeah. and like totally fucks her neck fucks and back up. up and she's like fuck like in real pain especially after what a terrible like conversation and then that to be the result of it i hate when they choose to just shit on miranda well it's just like she's the only rational one which is i think why it happens yeah because they have to make her like i don't know so carrie's like man fresh juice yes very so she comes in in her skirt and her bra and she's like i got aiden fresh juice and i ran down to the korean i think she means the deli i think she did um 
but she certainly didn't run down like that. And then she, something is up with her back. Also, this oh, is no, no, no. They're her nicotine, nicotine patch. patches. Okay. So this is just like a weird thing I noticed. And like, yeah. tell me if this is not a weird thing. So Aiden is presumably has just showered. Uh. And he takes the Q-tip and he like puts it in his ear, but he like puts it in his mouth first. Is that a thing? To like lubricate a Q-tip? Oh. I feel like the whole point of doing it after the shower is because it's already lubricated. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe that's just like a weird thing that he, John Corbett does. Mm. And so he did automatically. Um, I don't think that was probably an acting choice. Yeah. So Carrie's like, I have a meeting with my editor. It's a two patch day. And Aiden like slaps them on her. Well, it is a little bit weird. Like what? Clearly she doesn't actually need his help for it. Yeah. It's one of those. She's like really forcing him to spend time with her and interact with her and talk to her. And he, I'm sure is already trying to, you know, yeah, he really smacks it onto her back, which it's is like, just want to make sure I got it in there. But she says that Aiden is also doing that guy thing where he's like being moody and not, but pretending he's not. Yeah. No like, one comes off well in this episode. Like he is just as annoying as she is. Cause he's like still spending all this time with her. He's just like brooding about. And it's like, well, it's like either be with her and be happy or don't. Obviously you have some things to work through and obviously you were not expecting big to call while you were guys were having sex. And she's but then like, talk about it. And then she asks, she's like, are you mad at me? And he's like, why would I be mad at you? Like, move. And she's like, uh, about the other night. And he says, what the fuck? This, this milk. goddamn milk is bad. He's like clearly reacting. You just fucking let it sit in her here. Like he's kind of just going off on her a little bit. I'm thinking about how much tacky, tacky jewelry Carrie Bradshaw made people buy during the 2000s. Uh-huh. So much fashion makes sense. So much flowers. Even these, like, the, the whole thing of having, like, a bronze and a silver and a gold necklace. Oh, my gosh. Ugly, ugly. I don't know why. This, I guess because it's horseshoes. Did you ever play um, Barbie Riding Club? Definitely not. Mm. Anything like that. I was not. So I used to play it. That's all. This reminded me of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about Barbie Riding Club more in the past two weeks than you I have. You do this, though. You think about a thing from your past, and then you get determined to, like, find it. Yeah. You got like nostalgic. I've just been thinking about it. It's like the yeah. second time I've been like, oh, this reminds me of that. That's funny. And she offers to take Pete out and he's like, you don't like walking dogs. She's like, yeah, but if you love Pete, I love Pete. That's just the kind of girlfriend I am. Here's the thing is like he is clearly being a butt and not talking to her. She pushes and pushes and pushes. She does not have an off button. He, like, so clearly does not really want to be doing this thing with her right now. This is my fear about myself. <laughs> that I'm like, oh. I think you're a people reader, though. Yeah. And your fear about making this worse would make you... Not do it. Not do it. Yeah. Um. He, she's like, I want to take you out to dinner. And he's like, I'm having a guy's night. And she's like, well, is it a guy's night girlfriends can go to? Which, again, stop pushing. Clearly, he doesn't want to hang out with you tonight. And asking if you can come to a guy's night seems like a classic way to just make that work. It makes me think of that scene in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm -hmm. Where she shows up. Yeah. And he's like, come, don't come. I don't care. And she's like, fine, I won't. I won't come. And the phone rings. And And it's Miranda. And Miranda's like, I am in agony and I need you to come here now. Thank you. And she drops the phone before she she can hang it up. But Carrie has this meeting with her editor so she asks Aiden to go get her, which is just like Carrie. Call her back and be like, I have a, a meeting with, call, fucking call Charlotte. You're in a fight. Or but Samantha. Like, any yeah, of them. Yeah, any of them would be Don't able to. Don't send your fucking boyfriend. No, it's I not. I would be, if I were Miranda. I would have been, yeah. And this happened to me, I would be so or, mad. Or just call her back and say, I can't do it, but Aiden's going to come help you. Because then Miranda would have a moment to say no or something. So poor Miranda. She's like naked on her bathroom, like the most demoralizing position that she can be in. So her neck has hurt so badly that the only way she's figured out that she can do it is if she just lays down. And so she is, her bath, her towel has fallen off. So she is naked laying on her bath mat. Expecting her best friend to come. Look at her cutie little And Aiden just, Aiden has the keys. And then he walks in and then she's like, Carrie? And he says, no, it's Aiden. As he opens the door and she's like, don't come in. I'm naked. And he, of course, sees her. And then she's like, nope, nope. I'll get get up. up. And she literally cannot. She's like screaming agony. Why haven't they called an ambulance? Well, that's my question. Because 
the thing is, it's not like she, a life-threatening injury, but it should be clear at this point that if she can't get up, like get an EMT it on should her. be something more serious. So instead, they do this whole thing. Aiden's very sweet, and he handles it the best way anyone can, but basically he like puts the towel on her back, and then they use the bath mat on her front, and he like hoists her up. And he like compliments the smell of her bathroom, which is sweet. It's very cute. Aiden He's, is like a being a good guy. He and, is. And he gives her, he like touches her head in a really nice way. This is the most charming Aiden is in this whole And I'm sure that this was fun to film. Episode. I'm sure it was very fun to film. She like holds the bath mat in her teeth, and he kind of like drags her up. It's so funny. Um, but like, they get her up together, and he's so sweet about it. And like, she handles it really well, honestly. And so he, like, honeymoon picks her up, snug as a bug in a rug. Like, Aiden's a nice boy. He is, which just makes it clear how much he's really doing a thing to carry. And so Charlotte is running interviews for her job. All these, like... Blonde white woman, blonde white woman, blonde white woman, <gasps> brunette white woman. We <laughs> love her. <laughs> She's different because she looks like Charlotte. Remind me to tell you a story about white privilege after this podcast. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so she interviews this girl who has the same major and minor she, she does. She looks like a Poorman's Selma Blair. Yes, she does. Exactly. That's like, the same thought I had. Like a more interesting. Ingenue. Yeah. Selma, Selma Blair. And on her resume, it says her aspirations are to own her own gallery. And Charlotte's like, I think that was on my very first gallery. And the girl, of course, is like, did you own your own? And so she explains that, no, she loved this gallery so much. But now she's thinking about Did having think a baby. That Charlotte has ever conducted an interview in her life no where she's like oh you like my space you got it so the, yeah the girl's like you're you know you've done this is the best space in the city you know this gallery and charlotte's like i shouldn't say this with 30 other applicants out there but you're hired it's like you have spoken to this girl you looked at her resume and you've asked her two questions and now you just hired her and then she's like well why are you quitting this amazing job and she's like i'm gonna have a baby and i'm gonna cure aids well she says i'm gonna have a baby and there's like a moment where this like young 22 year old who's ready to take her job kind of like looks at her like really and then she says and i'm on the board of the lennox hill hospital and so she literally lies to this girl yeah like clearly she is feeling bad about her choices Carrie walks in. Her ponytail is long. She's wearing a newsboy cap, a black crop top that honestly I would wear. Her abs look like they have been manufactured in a factory. Yeah, she's made out of stone. She's wearing a long, low cut skirt. She looks like a crazy person. She does. This page boy (laughs) cap that she insists on wearing is it's like a patty cap and it's so bad. I can't get behind the eponym. I don't like any of it. She wears it a couple of times this episode. So this is her crashing boys' night. And Aiden is drinking alone at the bar, except he's not. He's, he's with flirting with the bartender. And remember, not just any bartender, because he partially owns this bar. So he, like, knows her and hired her. And he, she sees um, him, and he goes, what's new, pussycat? Always the weird fucking greetings. I can't get over how beautiful Bridget looks today. Um, I... Have been in a couple times this week. I've just texted her because she just like has astounded me with her beauty, and she's not on the microphone right now, so she can't talk about it, and I'm making her uncomfortable. But I just want you all to know how beautiful I think Bridget is, (laughs) because she's the most beautiful person in my life. (laughs) Um, that's all. I was uncomfortable, but also very happy. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking to Aiden like he's a dog. Okay, here's the thing. She is. Who's a better boyfriend than you? Who's a better boyfriend than you? Here's my thing. I think she's doing something that's fairly classic in her situation. That's not a good thing to do, but where she's going so far to overcorrect. Like she's idealizing him and like being so adoring Mm -hmm. where I'm like, it's the exact thing where she's pushing. She thinks she's being nice, but it's like pushing is pushing, you know, and you are in his space making this worse. And the worst thing happens is where she's like, hi, I'm Carrie. Uh, and if they're these, if Shayna, this girl and, her, and Aiden are friends, you would think that she, she would know, know about who Carrie, Carrie is. But she was like, oh, Carrie. And she also clearly doesn't feel threatened by Carrie's presence at all. She doesn't like back off. She doesn't, she keeps flirting with Aiden. Like they're playing um, Jacks with the peanuts. Um, and then Carrie's like, where are the boys? And he's like, oh, they blew me off last minute. And she's like, Sorry, where's where's Steve? And he's like, um, he got hungry, so he went out for a burrito. Like, he's clearly just, he's not even really making eye contact with Carrie. Like, he's just being flippant. He's pretending nothing's wrong. 
And they like, just continue playing this game. Now, this is like a bigger, a bigger question. I think of like the the female, the male, the platonic uh, friendship. Carrie, because Carrie's now getting super anxious and def- like possessive. But to be fair, Aiden is definitely fucking with her. He's definitely Ugh. like she should be anxious and possessive, but she her reaction to it is to double down. She like cleans stuff off his face, and he's like visibly like. Why are you touching me? Which, like, I get this, but I would never. I, I like. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I though. wouldn't be able to do it either. I would well, freak I'm out in private somewhere else. Yes, me too. I'm also such a like believer and proponent in like friendships, like sh- sh- maybe not like this where it's like so explicitly but flirty, like platonic but male and female friendships, or people or who more, like, t- typically would be um, people a, who are interested in each other who can have platonic friendships. Yes, definitely. Like. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, Carrie's like, I don't have to work tomorrow because, like, what the fuck is her job even really? Yeah, of course she doesn't have to work tomorrow. So she's like, so you can come over. And here's the thing. When she said this, the way she said it, I don't have work tomorrow, so you can come over. I also thought she was meaning, like, come over tomorrow. But then she says, I'll see you later. So she says, I'll see you later. And she leaves the bar and he keeps playing jacks with Shayna. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that her candle said babies on it. <laughs> well, she does. She has um, diptyque, whatever, how do you say it? Diptyque. Diptyque, that's right. Diptyque. 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 That's what I'm calling them now. Diptyque. I like um, Diptyque candles, which is just like, yeah, those have been hot stuff for a minute. Also, that is asking for a pillow fire, a la Brooke. A sex fire. Um. So she so she waits up for him and he doesn't come. Shocking. But here's the thing, when she, so she and Miranda are talking in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes over, and she brings Miranda bagels. Miranda has like a huge like a neck brace on, basically a foam neck brace, and she brings her bagels from H and H, which is my favorite bagel place in the city. Me too. Excuse me, I was so happy about it. Old school H and H, and. Um, I love bagels. Miranda, me too. Miranda's like, that is so nice of you. And Carrie's like, yeah. And then she just launches into talking about Aiden, of course. She's and like, Miranda's like, hold up. Wait a minute. Well, here's the thing. So she gets far enough into it to say, so she called Aiden. And Aiden said that she thought, he thought that she meant come over today. Yeah. And I'm like, here's the thing. I was legitimately confused when I first saw this. So I think that's valid. Yeah. But he's definitely, you know. And Miranda's like, this is bullshit. Don't bring me my cheer up bagels just so you can fucking talk about Aiden. You didn't even bring cream she, cheese. She, and Carrie's like, but I brought the good bagels. She says, it's bad enough that you send your boyfriend when I call you. And now these bullshit bagels. Carrie's like, what? So he's saying you don't want one? This is it. And this is the real thing. Okay, Miranda is like, if you fell, I would never send my boyfriend over to get you. And yes, I know I don't have a boyfriend, but I would never fucking do and that. I believe that. And Carrie's like, dude, Aiden's better in a crisis than I am. I forgot your cream cheese. Look how bad a friend I am. Miranda's like, dude, he saw me naked on I a was bath mat. Lying naked on the floor. Did he tell you that? And Carrie's like, no, he's a gentleman. And she's like, yes, he was. But he was not you who I called. And Carrie says, okay, I get it. I will never send a boyfriend to do my job again. She doesn't really apologize, but she gets it at least. She says, do you want your bagel toasted? Miranda says, okay. And here's the thing. On those toasters, you have to dial that thing to turn them on. So she literally just, she literally just shoves the bagels into the toaster and doesn't turn it on. She does nothing there. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and she says, I'm going to burn your bagel. She's turning it now. She was turning it in that, in that shot. And then she's like, Hayden isn't like that. Aiden Aiden isn't big. Aiden's not going to have an affair. Aiden is a good Because guy. Carrie's like, he was talking to this girl last night. She was whatever. And, well, also Miranda's like, Aiden's not you, you know. Whoa. Um, He's torturing me because of what I did to him. And I deserve it. I deserve it, right? Yeah. No, see, it's not on. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, like, I'd, I'd shrug, shrug, but it hurts. hurts. She says, got any jelly? Um, so she knows what Aiden's doing. But she and she kind of she does the thing where she says she deserves it, but then doesn't actually believe that, of course, because it's really hard to live your consequences. Yeah. So dumb plot, dumb plot. Samantha's guy tells her that it's time for her to wax again. 
And understandably, Samantha's furious. And she and Carrie walking down the street. She's like, dude, I have to hack through a jungle to get to this guy's dick. And he's telling me, like, men expect us to go and have someone rip our hair off every two weeks. And what do they have to do for us? She says what? Okay. Again, this time Carrie's giving me, like, mobster, like. It's terrible. She's wearing a a full pin suit, except it's a capris. She is wearing suspenders with them and like a baseball stripe shirt underneath. And then also this newsboy hat again. And it's, and Pete the dog really uh Another thing that's the, like concerning to me is that Samantha's like, it's my week between waxes. Babe, you have to wait three to four weeks between waxes. I mean, clearly like yeah, well she says we're expected to go every two weeks to Berta. Like whatever her name is to. That's not enough. You need to wait a little so bit longer. For the amount she uses it, Samantha does not know enough about her vagina and all of the things it's around really it. It's really upsetting. Yeah. I um, feel like I've been bamboozled. Yeah. Yeah. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Uh, how would they like it if we told them to shape their hedge, trim their trunk, plant their bulbs? I've never had a bad experience with a man. Boy, I guess. I'm a child. With a boy, and except once. I have had one where I was like, "Wow, I did not want to put my mouth on that and dick." It was, but he was of another of another country. So was mine. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, and well, we can share stories afterwards. Yeah. It was a bad one for me personally. It was like I was really like, mm, "I'll never do that again." Mine was. Uh, I was so focused on something else that I was like, "Maybe this is part of it." Oh, it. It was bad for a specific reason. I actually hooked up with this person again, and it was fine. So, you know. Do I know them? No. Oh, great. And she's like, Samantha's like, don't get me started on his back hair. And then Pete has diarrhea, and Samantha is like, you don't even like dogs. Why are you walking this mongrel? And Carrie's like, I'm proving to my boyfriend that I'm trustworthy and loving. Which, trustworthy and loving. Not the way to go about that by forcing yourself to do things you hate poorly. She's like, watching a dog shit is going to make big go away. <laughs> Which is a good question. Um, the dog, the waitress. I don't know what happened with the waitress. And sh- and then Samantha says, how much longer are you going to be able to punish yourself? Which I think is a valid question to and ask. She's like, till I'm back in the nook. And Samantha says, dude, that may never happen. And Carrie's like, you're right, but don't say that. And then it turns out that he's, Pete is, is Pete's not- having diarrhea. Doggy diarrhea. Doggy dog. He's got the runs. And it's like, run. how do you really a dog clean run. up a dog run? Um, yeah, how do you clean you up can't. doggy diarrhea on the street? You kind of just have to like, unless you've got a hose handy. Which exactly. Like, I always carry a small hose in my purse. I don't know about you. I carry several, so I'm slightly more prepared than you, I guess. They call us hose, but not because of our sex life, <laughs> because we are always prepared with a water spritzer and old-fashioned tights, um, <laughs> and a small rake. Which I also want to know how they train this dog to. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thanks. How they trained this dog to walk with his butt hunched over like that, like he's about to poop all the time. This poor dog. So she diapers Pete, and they get in a taxi. That's also like a crazy decision. Not a terrible one, I guess. And then she sees um, Layla, Shayna, Shayna, the bartender lady, with two has brought Pete coffee, and he told not Pete, sorry, has brought Aiden coffee, and he told her he'd be like inside working with harsh chemicals all day, and he's like sitting out flirting with her, pretty obviously. Yeah, and she's like, so she hands him the dog and says, "Take your dog, dog I'm, sick. Yeah, your dog is sick. I'm leaving. Bye." And then she confronts him. She's like, "Last night, and and today you said chemicals, and she was just waiting with your coffee and." what you just punishing me and he's like keep your voice down which is like a weird it is a strange response and he she says look what uh, he tells her that he and Shayna are friends and she says fine why don't you just fuck her so we can both be bad which is like shit and then he shows up later at her apartment but it's definitely like the thing Aiden needed to hear because as much as Carrie fucked up and is being annoying like he you can't don't be with her if you're not gonna want to be with her if big is an issue for you then don't be with her definitely don't respond by fucking rubbing another girl in her face and he says to her when he shows up at her apartment like it's all games i hate games we didn't do anything but i did think about it and then carrie does this thing that i fucking hate so much there's a whole monologue again you know i would never do that to you right you know that you have to know that right i would never do that to you again again and you're like okay and no, he doesn't have to know that. Yeah. Also, it's really, it's really one thing and it gets worse because this is, I mean, what well, we've been skirting around from the beginning, but it would be one thing if you did not have this 
particular history with him or if the big call hadn't happened yeah. and he was just punishing and, you. And also it's like, I think for Carrie, and I'm not defending her, but like in her mind, it's like they've sort of found this like nice friendship mm-hmm. where like. Her and Big, you mean? Yes, yes, yes. Where like he's a part of her life in a way that. Oh, right. She's definitely not being honest with herself. No. But she does think that they're friends. Yes. The thing with, with her response to Aiden, though, is it's like, you can't tell him how he should be feeling about this. You can tell him his actions have been shitty. Yeah. Which is true. But how on earth do you say to someone, I promise I won't do the thing I just did again? Like, you know I'm capable of it. I know I'm capable of it. This person's still in the picture. But you have to trust me. And she's like, and he says, you can't see him again. He says, I don't want you to see him again. And Carrie, without missing a beat, says no. He's in my life. And you're like, dude, then shut down this relationship. Shut this one down. Shut down most of the future ones mm-hmm. until you figure out what that means. That the person you are suppo- you desperately wanted to be back with and that you supposedly want to be building your serious you, like, life with, with together. And you won't, under very difficult, extenuating circumstances, say, okay. It's not like, and I think that this is like a difference between like us and them. Yeah. Is that it's like, if this were to happen and like this scenario will never happen like I I'm not like I don't think I'll ever like have an affair with someone hopefully but like the difference between like me and the majority of my exes is that they are in my friend group for the most part right and like I will have to see that person because of the people that I associate myself with. She doesn't have to see Big. She does not have to see Big. Big is nowhere near. Her life would be way easier without him, without honestly. Without him, yes. He, he barely came into it, what, two years ago? Not even. No, two years. Has that been? I think it's like. Because they've dated for a year and then a year, right? Yeah, so it's like three years. Okay. Well, we're like season f- in the middle of season four, so right. it's okay. probably like three three years since we've met them. Not like he's a lifelong friend. Not like he was her first love. Not like any of these things. She doesn't miss a beat. And it's like, dude, you have to think about what that means. I, granted, it's a big ask to say, I don't want you to ever see this person again. Yes, because in this, this case, is also. I think it's warranted. I think it is warranted because she was literally cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he With is. the guy who clearly is still interested in her. Yes. If he's calling. Well, just the way that he talks to her, the hey kid, the like there's there's a there's a rapport between them that Im- and like an easy intimacy that implies intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so to people on the outside, all you see is like intimacy. And like as someone who's trying to like I wouldn't want to battle that again after no. I had my heart broken and barely gotten over the fact and I'm sure think and about it. And then Mr. had her and the then time. like had him crawling back. Yeah. Like Carrie crawled back. She does. And it's like y- she tries to hold the, these uh, things to be all true at the same time where it's like you are at once the person who literally came crawling back to Aiden, want to be with him that badly, but can't see the reality that like this is a very reasonable thing he's asking you. And what it means that you can't do it. Yeah. You should not be dating someone else. Yeah. Certainly not Aiden. No. Maybe you could try fresh with someone else and wait for Big to ruin that too. <laughs> Burger perhaps. <laughs> maybe 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 that's why who knows or maybe 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 Maybe. carrie fucks that up all on her own right maybe she does maybe burger fucks maybe burger fucks it up you never know that'd be fun i know you do um anyway so this is like it's like them reconciling and supposedly like being the adults they finally need to be and instead it's just infuriating you have to forgive me you have to forgive me she's just repeating it and then she has like a breakdown she's like you have to forgive me 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 and then he steps into the room and like hugs hugs her and is being sweet to her and she looks she's in a terrible outfit oh and they mean she he's so tall so she fits right where she wants back into her nook under his chin honestly i have four more female friends who i fit perfectly in their nook than i do male (laughs) that's so funny yeah kyle's you and kyle are not nook compatible god no by a long shot he's a noodly piece of bones he is i love his little face yes but he's but he's not someone i'm jumping to snug with no not a nooker um, Samantha, next time she sees the guys, like you had a lot of nerve asking me to get waxed. Every time I blow you, I feel like I'm flossing. Who is this guy? He does look like someone, but I don't think he, he looks is. like Seth MacFarlane a little bit. Yeah, but he's not. He's like hot Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane years ago. Is it not hot? So fucking. This is so crazy to me. I don't know if I. Yeah, not hot. Isn't isn't not hot is fair. I don't know that I'd go any further than that. This guy is Samantha trims his hair for him. I thought so. He's like 
sorry, baby, how can I make it up to you? And she gets this devil look in her eye. And I was like, make him wax. (laughs) Make him wax. And instead, she doesn't even make him shave. She shaves him. And she's like, she forgave him for the ask. And he got a lesson he'd never forget. And then he's like looking at himself in the mirror. And he's like, "Ah, like how much bigger my dick looks. (laughs) Like Yes, lots of good, important life lessons being learned. Oh, he was on a long, a one life to live for a long time. Did you watch Charmed? No. He's, he's on Charmed. Okay. So now we're back at the gallery. So Charlotte's hired this girl who is, it's her last day. And she's like, I think that painting should go over there. And the new girl is like, actually, I like it on the south wall. And Charlotte whirls around and goes, you're only 22. What do you know about life? I mean, art. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm taking some weird this shit out of you. This girl is doing this, like, I, this thing I hate where she, like, is smiling through everything. Yeah. Where you're like, you're like, this girl, like, is, like, would would murder yeah, Charlotte. Yes, definitely would single white female her. Yes, that's 100% exactly the vibe. Yeah. And she's, Charlotte basically is like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, she I'm looks freaking beautiful. out. And she does look gorgeous. She's like, work has been so important to me for so long. And her, the the new girl says, if it makes you feel any better, my mom worked and she was never home and it would have been nice to have her around a little more. And Charlotte's like, oh my God, that's exactly what I needed to and hear. And she sees a mom and a baby and she wants to prove Miranda wrong, which is never a reason to do anything. No, not to do, to prove someone else wrong is never a reason to do something. So she's like, she's going to cure AIDS and have her babies and prove Miranda wrong. And then Miranda, Miranda on the meanwhile is like, her neck is better, but she's totally lying to work and playing hooky, which I love. She's watching cooking shows like we are Miranda. Yes, 100%. She's wearing PJs. For the first time in her life, Miranda learned the joys of cooking and not working, which is exactly what, you know, she was shaming Charlotte for. Uh, Of course, she'd have to go back eventually just to prove Charlotte wrong. So here we have friendships based on They haven't resolved anything. (laughs) And Aiden and them are, you know, they're fine. So she wakes up in the morning and they weren't quite back. And she's like, oh, I'm not... I'm not touching him. But at that exact moment, he reaches over and snugs her. And so she's like, ah, yes. I can see how as an 11-year-old, you were like, if I'm not sleeping like this with this person, it's not real and he doesn't love me. I'm like, I have to be sleeping on his chest or I'll never be in love. But it's like, uh uh-uh. I guess it's maybe different when he's like a giant man and you can like sort of fit in and you're on. And she's a tiny bean. Yeah. A tiny bean. Oh, next episode's a good episode. Um, I've heard about. Um, Ploppability? Um, I mean, what you said in the beginning about the, um, answering machine not being an issue, but like, man, but texts, text, yeah. boy, People do they, can, yeah, they fuck your they life can up. Fuck with you up with a text. Yeah. Just s- picking the exact right moment to send or not send. It's really fun. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's just like, I feel like in general, all communication all the time is just like, so I almost am envious that they don't have access to the, all of this all the time. Yeah, it definitely makes things simpler in some ways for them. Um, you know, all Her- Carrie could do is send an email last time as opposed to being like, Hi, do Hi. I Hi. respond Hi. to his Insta story? Is that casual? Or do I Snapchat him? There are just so, there's so many access points that it's like. It's too much. You, you have to, you know where someone is or isn't at all times. Imagine if Carrie was going through these breakups with that kind of power, knowing where. And when, like, if she'd been able to see, like, every ounce of Big and Natasha, like, well, on Instagram. I don't think like, Big would be active on social media. No, but she knows she'd stalk Natasha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I don't know. It just is, like, yeah. Um, but largely ploppable otherwise, I think. Ploppable. I don't think the Charlotte issue, I think, is, like, I think that would, it, less women feel the need to. Or it wouldn't be, certainly not until they were pregnant, I don't think. Yeah. It's one thing to get pregnant and be like, this is the choice I'm going to make for my life now. Because for a lot of understandable reasons. Yeah. And, um, but to, like, quit ahead of time and be like, I'm going to focus on becoming pregnant and color me mine color me mine is just like a crazy what a ridiculous it's very charlotte though i like it the specificity because i'm sure it's true honestly i'm sure somewhere charlotte did (laughs) walk by a color me mine and think that's what i want to do with my life whatever that woman's doing um how who did you resonate with uh miranda Mm -hmm. deeply yeah i i um not the injury so much as just like the the friendship crux point yeah I definitely feel my carry tendencies like 
I like see why she behaves the way she does and the effect. That, yeah. Like and like just like trying to prove and I and I have been there where I've like been like, oh, I have to prove to you that this other person doesn't matter. So I'm going to like give you right. too much. Right. Um, but I think I've grown out of that since I was 20, you know, three, 22. That's the other thing, too. They're a decade older than us. This is what I mean. A lot of this feels like high school in the big city plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miranda, of course. Yeah, definitely. Sweet Miranda. I just think she's perfect. That's because she is. Um, you know what's funny? This, like, the promo shot for season four that has all four of them in it, none of them look good. It's mm-hmm. paused up on the screen. It is, like, unflattering of all of them. And you'd think for their, like, massive photo shoot they could pick better photos. Cynthia Nixon looks like she's doing subtle ugly. Uh-huh. Kim Cattrall's hair is just, like, looks like antennas. Yeah, like, her, her head is... F- taking Sarah Jessica flight. Parker looks way too edited very edited and, and to the point she doesn't look like herself and Charlotte's eyes literally are looking in two different directions <laughs> <laughs> it's not great anyway um yeah Delta up Delta down yeah you go first um my Delta up is that I watched John Mulaney new in town twice in the past five days very good um I really like I've it. been meaning to watch it for a second time it's so good uh, I'm watching a lot of stand-up right now, um, and I did a puzzle in a day in Connecticut. Nice. I love puzzles. You know that about me. What? Uh, yeah. And then my Delta Down is that I haven't had therapy yet. Yeah, it's time. I need to go to therapy. Tomorrow, right? Uh-huh. I'm just like, the planets are in a place, and I'm... I'm just what like time do you do therapy on Wednesdays? 3.15. Oh, I was going to say, my therapy got switched to Wednesday, so we'd almost be at therapy at the same time. When are time. you in therapy? One. Oh. Sorry, planets, yes, all of that. Tag team. It's just like Gemini, Mercury, Cancers, they're all happening, and it's all happening at the There's same time. There's a lot of shit. New moon shit. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. you said. It's yeah. okay. I'm like... Evolving. Um, um, yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm truly having a quarter-life crisis understandably um it is you are at that point i am at that point um i'm also just like i this is so stupid but my birthday is next week and i uh i feel like i really resonate with being 25 oh sure there's something about 26 26 that i'm like i'm not doing anything i have nothing i don't know anything yeah yeah (laughs) like 25 i'm like "Ah, i'm such a baby i'm 25 but 26 i'm just like well brooke you need to make some big choices and i'm like no 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, that's crazy, though. Um, We're going to party? We are going to party. Um, What about you? Delty, Delty down, Delty up. Um, my Delty's up was I did a lot of walking outside this weekend, mm. which was nice, and seeing some friends and was just Was the city chilling. nice this weekend? Not super nice, although it was nicer than it was forecasted to be. Right. Like, Friday was amazing, and then it was supposed to rain kind of, like, through mm-hmm. the weekend. Then Saturday was really nice, and then Sunday yes, and Monday Saturday, were okay. Saturday was nice. Um, and I just have some, like, momentum and trying some yeah, new send, challenges. Send Prudy good vibes. Thank you. Yeah, send me, send me forward momentum if you can. Um, and then my Delta Down is, oh, I'm just a grump. That's all. I'm a grumpy baby. Yeah, you know, it's hard when when there are two grumps. Yeah. In a friendship. Yeah. It's hard. But sometimes it happens that way because then there are two people in a friendship. Those are pretty high odds. There'll be mutual grumpies. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to my friend once about living together, mm-hmm. and I was like, we're great. We are great friends, but when both of us are in crisis, it is like a sinkhole. Yeah. And like, I cannot imagine being in a living situation where both of us create oh God, a yeah. sinkhole. No. Like, because we both. Then the apartment just collapses inward. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's bug bite season, which fucking sucks. They love me. Oh. I step outside and I die. I did go to the zoo last week. Yes, you did. And. I finally got some Dippin' Dots. I love the zoo. And I, Dippin' Dots is like, we got the big one. And it is it is a lot. It's hard to eat a lot of Dippin' Dots, which was surprising to me. Um, That is surprising. Um, Hot time, summer in the city. So, Brooke, where can I find you on uh, social media? Oh, that's a great cue. Um, you can find me 
on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And if you put an underscore on my Instagram, I will hmm, throw a boomerang that will find you and then come back. When you least expect it. Bridget, social yes. media ma'am. Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burr Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at Bridget M. 37 mm-hmm. collectively we are at, at splat, splat podcast. podcast on twitter mm-hmm. on instagram mm-hmm. at splat the podcast on facebook mm-hmm. at splat podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and at splat podcast.com please rate review subscribe please send us instagram messages and facebook messages and um email messages give us five stars and send us a text all of that we love it we love you guys we really happy june <gasps> this will come out on june everybody Everybody, stop what you're doing. No, it won't. It'll come out Friday's June 1st. Sorry, boo. <sighs> it is almost. Everybody. Almost. Tomorrow. Just do yourself a favor. For me, mm-hmm. your, your friendly neighborhood, Brooke. Mm-hmm. Google, YouTube, Leslie Uggams, June is busting out all over. Oh, yes. And do it. it will be, it has to be good. And it is. It's worth it. It is so funny. Yes. And every it, time. It's every time. I want, ah, uh, uh, I can't wait every to watch time. it. Yeah. And with that, adieu. Ah, adieu. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.